0: Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity
1: as a teacher. We've done a lot of behind-the-scenes episodes here on Teaching to the Top, where we take you through a week in our lives, but today's episode is going to be a little different. We are going to chat about our best strategies for managing all the aspects of your life outside of the classroom, including your nutrition, your schedule management, and personal wellness. But before
0: that, we're going to listen to a TSH from Tessa. Tessa says, my TSH is meal prepping. I am a new teacher with this school year and longtime athlete. I had convenient food habits. (laughs) I paused there. I apologize. I had convenient food habits that worked for me before I started teaching, but now going to the gym and staying consistent on eating habits has become a real struggle. I find myself binge eating late at night, as well as completely burning out to the point where I can't make healthy dinner and just end up ordering takeout, which impacts my strength for the gym. Whereas before I had a solid grocery list, I now find that a lot of the food is waste and I am completely lost in my meal prepping. Any tips on regaining my old healthy eating
1: habits and getting back on track? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm excited about this one because this is yeah. my jam. This is you. So the first thing I wanna say, Tessa, is that give yourself grace because I know from my personal experience, there are just seasons of life that you go through, especially if you're like a new teacher or, where you just have to accept that your nutrition might be off. Okay, When I was in grad school, that was me. I was getting Chick-fil-A like three times a week and constantly just, I would go to the gym after school, but then I would grab takeout on the way home because I didn't have the time or energy to cook dinner. So give yourself grace. It's okay. However, because you are acknowledging that this is a problem, it does sound like you want to make a change. And it It's interesting that you mentioned you had food habits. That's what you have to do. You have to develop habits so that it's something you don't even think about because you don't have the time or energy to really dedicate to this. It should be something that's just habitual. So I think it's that time where you need to decide what habits you want to have and then kind of backtrack ways to make those habits easier to form, like ways to remove friction. But a few ideas for you. I know some people are fine meal prepping where they make like one dish and they'll have five servings to have throughout the week. Other people are like, I can't eat the same thing day after day. If that is you, another idea would be to just meal prep like one or two proteins, maybe like chicken and some ground beef if you eat meat and then be able to repurpose those in different ways throughout the week. There's a lot of great Instagram accounts that kind of show how to do this. Um, One I really love, her name is Lily Eats and Tells. So it's Lily, L-I-L-L-I-E, and then it's Eats and Tells. On her website, she has some digital cookbooks, and one of them is meant for like meal prepping, where she gives you protein ideas and then different ways that you can use it. But in terms of the grocery shopping and like wasting food, I have to say, I'm very proud of Billy and I, because we've gotten very, very good at like not wasting anything. What we do is on Saturday, we each kind of brainstorm the meals we want to have for the week. And we usually split it. If we're planning six meals, he picks three, I pick three. But as we pick those meals, we also look in our pantry and our fridge to figure out what do we already have on hand. So for example, right now we have like half a bag of carrots. So when I picked my meals this week, I chose something where I could have carrots as a side dish so that I could use those up. We had leftover tomato paste in the fridge. I was like, oh, we'll make a a chicken tikka masala because we use tomato paste for that. So we kind of backtrack from any leftovers that we have from the previous week and then as we pick those meals, the only things we add to the grocery list are things we need for those meals. And when we we go grocery shopping or we do a, a pickup, we try to just stick to those items and really cut back on the impulse. I will say if you have the option to do like a grocery pickup, typically you can do it for like free. Like there's not an additional fee. Some of the items might be a little bit pricier, but What I have found is by doing a grocery pickup, I don't get those impulse items and I actually end up saving money. But Mm. that is a big time saver and it can also help you budget wise. But plan, like figure out what you have left over first, plan your meals around that and then make your grocery list off of the meals you're going to make and choose things that are easy to throw together. Like something like a a cheeseburger in a bowl, where all you have to do is brown ground beef and you could do that ahead of time. And then you're literally throwing like some lettuce and cheese and the meat and maybe tomato and onion and ketchup and mustard in a bowl. It takes like five minutes to do. So As you come up with these meals that are easy for you, keep them in a note on your phone so that when you struggle to come up with meal ideas, you can go, okay, what are things I've made in the past that were really easy? Bridget, where does your mind go? Because you come from a different perspective as a mom.
0: I do. I do. Because I'm trying to feed very picky eaters in my life. (laughs) So um, for me, when it came to just meal prepping, um... For my lunches itself, I was a very predictable person. I had three things that I would take. So it was one of the three things. It was a taco bowl that I would put in my little mini crock pot that Mm. I could just plug into the wall because we weren't allowed to have microwaves. And I was not about to go into the teacher lounge. That is not my jam. So I would take that and that was perfect. Um, And then I would have a chicken sandwich that I would take. So basically they're canned of chicken and then I would dump it into like a Tupperware and I would put ranch in it. Mm -hmm. Probably not as healthy as it should be, but you could do like fat-free ranch or something like that. That's kind of gross, but whatever. (laughs) So you put some ranch in it and you mix it really well. And so uh, in the mornings, I could just take a piece of bread, put some of the chicken in there, have a sandwich. I put a little mustard on it and that was it. Like I would have that, maybe some chips and then you know a fruit or something like that that I would take on the side, and then I would just do a plain turkey sandwich, so it was like one of those three things that I would take with me. Um, and then on like very special days, I would have my husband bring me Chick fil A, but that's not healthy, so don't listen to me, <laughs> Stessa. I am not a healthy person, okay? I'm sitting here thinking about all the food that she's talking about, like, mm, I really want Arby's. <laughs> so- I am not the healthy one out of the two of us, but I mean, finding those meals that are like your Mm go-tos, having like, I, that's what I do is I just have go-to meals that it's like, I know everybody in my family is going to eat it. And so we always have those items on hand so that instead of doing Arby's, like I really want to do right now, I would say, okay, let's just pull out these things because I know that this is something everybody's going to eat.
1: Yeah. And I will just say, I think for Billy and I, what we found, how we got out of that rut where we were constantly getting takeout to now we eat out one meal a week and that's it. And we've been sticking to that for like two or three years now. What allowed us to transition from one to the other was sitting down. We created a habit of planning the meals and making the grocery list. Mm the reason we would get takeout so often is because we were not planning out specific meals for the week. And so then we're thinking about, oh, well, what are we going to make tonight? Oh, I don't want to go to the store. And it became this snowball. And so having the habit of Saturday, we pick meals, we make the grocery list, we place the order. Sunday, we go pick it up. It frees up like throughout the week. I'm never even thinking about dinner because I already know what it is. Like I've already, you know, decided I already have all the ingredients, like I'm ready to go. And so I feel like that, that was kind of the the tipping point for us. But before we jump into this episode, I just want to say, yes, we are a teaching podcast and there may be people listening who are like, Michelle, Bridget, y'all need to stay in your lane. But if traveling to Jordan at the end of December taught me anything, it's that lanes are optional <laughs> because... <laughs> They just drove wherever they wanted. Bridget, there was one point where we were exiting off of the highway. Okay. And it was one lane, one lane. There were four cars across. Okay. They somehow made four lanes out of one lane. It was Lady, crazy. Lady, I cannot be a world traveler. I am
0: so sorry. Oh my gosh. It is not in my cards. Never will I ever do it. I
1: can't. So here's the reason we wanted to do this episode. You can't be the best teacher you can be if your life behind the scenes is a mess, all right? It's just the truth. We've all had those days where we wake up and find that we don't have any clean clothes because we're backed up on laundry or we didn't pack our lunch in advance. And so by the time we get to school, we feel so out of sorts and it just, it throws everything off, right? Like we've all had those days.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we have to be mindful of all the areas of our lives in order to feel confident and collected when it comes to our teaching. Practices. That's why we wanted to devote an entire episode on managing those behind the scenes. So, bookmark this episode and come back to it when you're feeling just a little bit off balance. So, to organize this episode, we've broken it into three different categories n- a material management, food management, and health and wellness. Michelle, Michelle, oh, shit, Michelle. oh that was cute. <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> Michelle will. That was hard. That was hard. (laughs) Michelle will share some tips from the personal side. um, And I will too, but I'm also going to chime in from the side of a parent.
1: Yes, which I think will be really valuable. That's what I love about our two perspectives. Yeah. So kicking it off with material management. This is going to include like your teacher bag, your lunch bag, all of those things that you bring with you to school, but also all the things you need for your life outside of school, like maybe a gym bag that you take with you or reusable shopping bags because you plan to go grocery shopping after work. I know this is going to sound obvious, but get those materials ready in advance and place them where they are Visible. Okay. One of my favorite things to do was to hang my work bag right on the front door handle. Or if I had like an extra bag I needed to take, I would hang it right on the door or have like a hook near the wall. If you cannot drill in holes in your wall because maybe you're renting, use like a command hook. They have super strong ones that will hold like, I don't know, 10, 20 pounds worth of stuff. Yeah. Or if need be, put like a little basket on the floor by the door to place things or bonus points, walk it out to your car the night before, okay? That way it's already there and in the morning you don't have to worry about it. Now, if you live somewhere sketchy and you're worried about your car being broken into, (laughs) maybe don't do that, but it, it can make your life easier in the morning. And then when you get home, you gotta kind of reverse engineer it, place those items back in the same spot and go ahead in that moment, prepare them for the next day. I know you want to change into those jammies and you want to get on the couch, but Mm -hmm. before you do make sure your work bag is packed up for the next day, go ahead and pack up your lunch because once your bottom touches that couch, you don't want to leave it. Okay, So get it done in advance. That way it makes your life easier later on.
0: One other tip to have with material management is to minimize as much as possible. The less you have the less you need to worry about. Mm. So consider how many items you're taking back and forth with you to school. And if possible, limit what you bring home so that you don't have to worry about taking it back. Let's be honest. The teacher bag typically stays packed up anyways. So what's the point of even bringing it home in the first place?
1: (laughs) So true. So true. Now, here's a little hack for you. If you suddenly remember things that either you need to bring with you the next day. So maybe you're laying in bed and you're like, oh, I got to grab that book or things that you just forgot to pack up, but you're not in a place to take care of at that moment, right? Like don't get up out of your bed in the middle of the night to go grab that book. Okay. Just don't do it. Your sleep is important. Here are two different things you can try. Okay. Okay. Stick with me. First one, you can set an alarm on your phone. So let's say you plan to leave at 7.30 the next morning, set an alarm for like 7.25 and put the label of the alarm, like get book or something like that. Another option, and this is my preference, this is what I do, is to place something random in the middle of the room as a reminder. How does
0: that even work? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Hear me out. Here's what I would do. If I'm in bed and suddenly I remember, oh yeah, I need to pack that book. I kid you not. I would take like a pillow and just throw it in the middle of the room. Or I would take like the tissue box from my end table and I would just like literally throw it in the middle of the floor. That way the next day, now don't put it somewhere you're going to trip on it. But the next morning when I would see that, my mind goes, what the heck is that doing here? Oh, yeah, I did that to remind myself and I can like backtrack my thinking and figure out what it is. I know it sounds crazy, but try it. It really does work. Another option is to like write a sticky note and just put the sticky note somewhere you're going to see it. That's a much more practical option. But I love just putting something random in a random spot as a trigger. It works for me.
0: Lady, I must be a really messy person because <laughs> I would look at that and just be like, oh, there it goes. Oh. Just, there's a mess in my house. I, I, I get that. I not think of anything. I get that. All right. So let's talk about kids for a second. Um, having material management for your kids is also really important. It's interesting because, you know, typically as a teacher, I would always leave before my kids would even wake up in the mornings. That's just kind of how I rolled is I left really early in the mornings, but I got home when my kids got home. And that was just something that, you know, between my husband and I, we were able to like work out. Now being in this new position, I do so much more for my kids. Um, not as a teacher, but there are still lots of days where it's like, oh, i I have an hour drive. I need to be there by 8 30. I have to leave, but Blaine has all these things going on, and I just want to make sure that he has everything he needs in the morning because I'm not going to see him off. Yeah. So, what I would suggest is to have a system for your school materials. Um, place the items in the exact same place every single day. <laughs> so, Blaine knows that there is an end of the couch where we have. It's, a, it's, a, it's called a chase. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So near our chase, we have like an extension cord that runs underneath it because we have no plugs in our house. And that's where his computer, his Chromebook is charging. So he has his Chromebook right there. He has his backpack there. I will pack his lunch because I've gotten into this whole thing where he's packing a lunch every every day this year. He'd never did that before. But this year we're packing lunch and I will place it next to it so that he can get all his things packed up. So... He has a spot every single day, but here's the kicker is that we set a timer in the evening as a reminder to ensure that we're placing everything where it needs to go because he will read, he'll have his folder out and it just gets thrown all over the house because that is my child. So we use Alexa in our home and we have a daily reminder that goes off for the boys to just like prep their materials for the next day. So this means like setting up your Chromebook, putting your folder back in your backpack, making sure that you have the paper that goes inside of the folder for your backpack, putting your book away, having everything in the exact same spot, putting your lunchbox over there in the kitchen and making sure it's cleaned out so that when I pack it in the morning, it's ready to go. So that is my recommendation is to like train your children to (laughs) listen to Alexa and go prep all their materials and put it in the same spot. We are going to take a break right now. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about food.
1: Bridget, our listeners didn't even know we were expecting, but do you want to share the good news? Of course I do. We have a new baby.
0: (laughs) That's right. We have a new digital planner, but this one is personal.
1: Yes, our new digital personal planner is now available in both Google Slides and tablet versions. Plus, it's a one-time purchase to reuse year after year. That's right. The personal planner is undated, which means that you can reuse it again and again without making a new purchase. You can grab it on sale 20% off for the entire month of February in our store at teachingonthedouble.com slash store. So consider your purchase a baby shower gift for us.
0: But in reality, this planner will be the gift that keeps on giving to help you organize your personal life. So we hope you love your new (laughs) bundle of joy.
1: All right, we are back. And before we jump into food, I just want to say, I feel like the overarching message or theme here is consistency. Like the system doesn't need to be elaborate. You just need to do it consistently. So as we're sharing these ideas, keep in mind your best friend is going to be forming habits and just doing them again and again and again over time. Now, when it comes to food, I already touched on this with the TSH, but I'll elaborate a little bit more. I always like to come back to the phrase, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. I truly do believe that that is true when it comes to your nutrition. I personally have a folder in the notes app on my phone called food. And within that folder, I have several different notes. I have a note with meal ideas. So meals that I've made in the past that I know are like tried and true. I have a note with recipe links. I have a note with the grocery list, which is shared with Billy. So we can both add things to that grocery list. I have lists with like, various um, food things that I want to try that like aren't necessarily re- just like ideas that I find. it's yeah. all in that folder. So again it's that idea of keeping everything in one place. Now, I mentioned that I always start by picking meals and I will pick meals based on what I already have on hand that I need to use up, but also I will check the sale ads of the grocery store and that helps me make some of my decisions. If Billy and I see that pork loins are on sale, okay, we're going to have some pork loins this week. I have now realized we do our grocery shopping on Sundays But the sale ad for HEB is released on Wednesdays and literally on Wednesdays, I get really excited because I'm like, the new sale ad is out and I will start like browsing it. It's one of those things where it's like, if I'm on the toilet, I'm looking at the sale ad and just starting to brainstorm so that when I sit down to pick meals, it doesn't take as long, but I will come up with those meals. I create the grocery list as I go based on what I need for those meals specifically I go grocery shopping at the same time every week. It's part of my routine. It's Sunday mornings. That's when grocery shopping is done. I then will go through and prep whatever I can for meals throughout the week. So that may mean Cutting up chicken and we got like a vacuum sealer for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah, we got it not this past year, but the year before. And so we will like go ahead and put chicken with marinades or seasonings and like vacuum seal them in bags. I will cut up veggies or fruit, whatever I need to have kind of prepped for the week. I will do that on Sunday, like as I put the groceries away. But keep in mind you can also prep things for breakfast that are literally like grab and go. So two great examples would be egg bites if you want like a hot breakfast. So with an egg bite, you basically use like a muffin tin. You can put whatever mix-ins you want. So it could be like veggies, like onions and peppers. You can add in meat, like sausage and bacon, cheese. You pour in the egg, you bake it. I typically do like 20 minutes at 400 degrees, and then you can just portion them out and heat them up throughout the week. It's very easy. You can also make overnight oats. Now overnight oats are typically eaten cold. So if you're not a cold oatmeal person, you might not like this, but all you have to do is mix your oats with whatever flavoring. I personally just use protein powder as like my flavoring, but if you want to add in like cinnamon and syrup and whatever you do to make it taste good, fruit. You can add in like blueberries, stuff like that. You mix it all up. You can add in like water or milk. I use almond milk to get it to the right consistency. You want extra liquid because the oats are going to absorb it overnight, but you put it in the fridge and in the morning they're ready to eat. The oats have softened up from sitting in the liquid and you literally just eat it right out of like the jar container. So there's no like prep involved in the morning. For lunch, I know Bridget mentioned like putting stuff in the little mini crock pot, which I love. You can make Mm -hmm. sandwiches, I also love those pre-made tuna packets. You can find ones that are already flavored. Now, if you don't like tuna or you don't want to smell like tuna, might not be a good option. You can also find soups where you just like heat it up in the microwave. Leftovers are great as well. Speaking of leftovers, when you make dinner, try to make extras so that you can have leftovers or at least have extras that you can freeze and be able to then just heat up for a future dinner in a couple weeks from now when you're ready to have that again.
0: We like to do that in our household. So like soups and chilies and things Mm, like that. mm -hmm. Those are our go-to. So I have like so many of them left over.
1: Have you seen those? Oh, my voice. They're called super cubes. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It was a Shark Tank product, but you can find them on their website and I think on Amazon. So it's super spelled like the word soup and then er but they are kind of pre-portioned little silicone molds where you will put your soup into it before putting it in the freezer but then it's like a single serve so when you want just one serving of chili instead of having like a big mm. tub that's frozen you can just pop out one of the cubes and heat it up or defrost it and you have like one serving of soup they're really really cool
0: that sounds really neat so yeah how does it cover it though is well, there like a lid?
1: Yeah, there's like a okay. like a plastic lid, but the actual That's container neat. is silicone. So once you take off the lid, you can just pop it out like an ice yeah. cube. Yeah. Yeah, that's, they're really that's cool. Neat. I really need
0: that. <laughs> um, so if you can't make your not your lunch the night before, because like sandwiches and cold things are just always my go-to, I like to make sure that I, um, I pair that with a habit that I do every single day. So for example, I drink coffee first thing in the morning. Y'all, I need to have my coffee or else <laughs> I get cranky. So you can make your lunch as you're waiting for your coffee. And what this does is that it ensures that your lunch is being made made, even if you fall behind when you're like watching YouTube videos while you're getting ready, because that is exactly what I end up doing. So like as my coffee is like heating up, my Keurig is heating up. I am preparing Blaine's lunch. I'm preparing my lunch. I'm getting all the things ready. So that way I know that it's done before I start to
1: head upstairs and I get distracted with all the other things. Yeah. So it's like the do what has to get done first. And then if you have a time crunch, the other things can, can get sped up a little bit. Absolutely. I also mentioned keeping a list of meal ideas. I think this was another big game changer for Billy and I, because we would struggle to come up with meals. So personally, in my notes app, I mentioned that I have a food folder. I also have a note in that folder, and I broke it down by category. Now, you could do this in a few different ways. You could break it down by meals. So you could have like breakfast ideas, lunch ideas, dinner ideas. I have mine broken down by protein because I eat pretty much the same like breakfast and lunch every day. So I really only plan out my dinners. Um, But I have like chicken, beef, seafood, pork, soups, and then other because I have things like to me like pizza. I'm like, that's kind of just Mm. an other. And then I also have lists of like side dishes. And so at any point – If we're struggling to come up with meal ideas, we might look at what other meals we're having that week. If we're having a lot of chicken, all right, I might pick like pork or beef just to change it up. Or if I see that like pork is on sale at the store, okay, what recipes do I have for for pork dishes or what things have I made with pork in the past? Um, I mentioned Lily Eats and Tells. I have fallen in love with her website and Instagram for like healthy meal ideas that are very simple. She has a lot where you just like make it all in one dish and then Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. So there's like barely any dishes to do. I bought her two of her cookbooks. One is called One. It's just O-N-E. The other one is called One More Time, but they are basically like one dish kind of meals, which I love. Another one that I love is oh Snap Macros. Her name is Danielle. Once again, she has tons of free recipes on her website and her Instagram. She also recently released a cookbook. I purchased it. I wasn't blown away by it. I don't know. I felt like there just wasn't that much that really excited me from it, but that is another option. But things that are very simple, like a sweet and sour chicken, we throw some rice in the rice cooker, we cook up some chicken, we throw a thing of frozen, like Asian medley vegetables, in the microwave throw it all together with a store-bought sweet and sour sauce, and that's dinner. Um, Same thing with like a taco salad where we just brown some ground beef with taco seasoning and then throw whatever, like lettuce and peppers and corn and sour cream in the bowl. Like it's very, very easy. Um, Some of my favorite recipes from The Lily Eats and Tells, she has a beef stir fry that's very good and easy, and also a baked ricotta spaghetti squash with shrimp that is very, very good. (laughs) And then we mentioned like soup. So chili, a jambalaya, a chicken pot pie soup, a lasagna soup, like whatever it is that floats your boats. But when you find recipes that you love, just keep track of them. So it's easy to look back on. I'm getting really
0: hungry. (laughs) Yes, me too. Me too. Okay. Now we're going to talk about kids. Um, I'm going to recommend having bins available. Bins, 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 (laughs) bins. So from snacks to easy meals and lunches, having bins pre-filled every single week with these like items is a must in my household. It takes the question away of mom, what do we have to eat? Which is the thing that I hate the most. So when they come home from school and like they are hungry. They know exactly where they can go to get any form of food items before we're about to eat dinner. So for example, in the fridge, we have like cheese sticks, yogurts, grapes, pepperoni, cheese, like all of the different things. And as a bonus for Christmas, I asked for this like four quadrant Tupperware thing. It has like four pieces that you can take out from the inside and it like snaps on. Mm. I got two of them. And what's so nice is that it saves me so much time. Like I just put up all the cut up cheese, all the pepperonis, all the salamis, like anything and everything inside of it. And it's prepped and ready to go Mm. so that the kids can just take that bit out, open it up. And they have like four choices right there to like snack on when they get home, which is really nice. For lunch, I have a bin with like all of the items that I use to pack Blaine's lunch because Mm -hmm. we are Sam's Club people. So we buy all of our stuff in bulk, but then I don't really have a very big pantry. So that means that all the bulk items are downstairs in the basement and I have to go downstairs. Stop doing that. Now I have a bin that I will just go and I will pre-fill it on like Sunday and I will have all of the items that I will typically pack for his lunch so that in the morning when I'm making my coffee, I'd take the bin down and then I just pack up his lunch and it just goes by so much faster. I even have sticky notes and a pen inside of it because now I write Blaine a joke of the day every single day, like for his lunchbox. I started that at the beginning of the year and now I'm sticking to it. So we're just kind of <laughs>
1: making a year of it. That is also in the bin so that it goes by a lot faster. Yeah, I love that. It makes me think of as teachers, we would have like a bin for a small group stuff yeah. or a bin for like conferences. It, it's kind of the same helps, idea. Helps. So moving on to the final category, which is just going to be like general health and wellness. So, you know, this encompasses physical health in terms of like movement, just moving your body more. Also the mental health side of things like it's just it's all those other things. Yeah. So habits, habits, habits. I mean, I already said that is the consistency and forming habits. That is the general theme for this episode. So I have to say when people are like, I'm going to get healthy, they think they have to do some extravagant exercise regime. And I'm here to tell you that is not the case. General movement just from walking is one of the best things you can do for your health. Like forget going to the gym for an hour a day or 30 minutes a day, just walk more. So find little ways that you can get in more steps. And it can be things like, parking further away in the parking lot. Now, not when it's raining, okay? (laughs) Not when it's raining, but if it's a nice weather day, park further so that you get in more steps. If you're talking on the phone, try to like pace around a little bit more. If you have to go up to the front office, take the longer route. When you're out at recess, just like walk laps or kind of pace back and forth to get in steps. I used to do that and I'd have students who would like follow me and it was cute, you know? That is cute. Now when I make my breakfast, I make these little mini waffles and I I make six mini waffles in between each waffle cuz it has to cook for like I don't know a minute or a minute and a half. I I just like walk around the house and I I'll, I'll like pick up Ember's toys and put them away or like if I need to run stuff upstairs, I do that. And eventually these little things that you do, they become habitual where you you do it without even thinking about it. Here's an example kind of more so on the nutrition side. For our January State of the Union, Billy and I went to a little local coffee shop and I was ordering a latte. And without even thinking about it, I ordered it with almond milk because I typically get almond milk because it's, Uh, significantly less calories than like a whole milk option. And it's something I've always done. And I didn't even think about it. The words just came out of my mouth because it's a habit. So the more you do these things, it gets to the point where you don't have to think about it. Of course, you can also utilize habit stacking. So that's where you will pile on one thing that you're already doing as a habit with something else that maybe you want to form as a habit, it makes it easier for that habit to stick. So for example, if you already love listening to our podcast and maybe every Thursday morning you tune into our podcast, maybe you typically do it on your ride to work. Well, maybe instead you could start listening to it when you go for a walk at lunchtime or you go for a walk after school or before school, if you're that ambitious, or if you're going to go to the gym, that's when you listen to the podcast Or for example, if I know I love to scroll on my phone, okay, in order to scroll on my phone, I need to be walking on my walking pad. I don't trust myself to scroll on my phone while outside for a walk because I will fall and trip, Mm -hmm. but I can do that on my walking pad. Or if I want to watch YouTube videos, I'm going to do it while I get some movement in. Like Those little pairings can really make a big difference over time.
0: Okay, so we all know that the extent of my health and wellness is nowhere near Michelle's. But one thing that I can contribute to this is just being able to make it easily accessible. And so I've copied this whole idea of having a walking pad. And that has then made moving my body so much more accessible than when, you know, there's like, five inches of snow outside. (laughs) There's no way for me to be able to walk around. So have any materials that allow you to do like a quick walk, do some quick stretches, whatever it might be is very, very important. So when it's accessible and easy, we remove the friction and we can jump right into that task. So having that walking pad just made moving my body so much easier when it comes to rain, snow, or even if it's sunny weather, and I just don't feel like going outside. Mm -hmm. I know that I can like watch TV and still get some type of movement in there. If I wanted to do some quick stretches, like having my what is that? Fo- Is it called a foam roller? Mm-hmm. Having a foam roller, like it's right next to my bed. It is easily accessible for me to just like plop down and do some quick stretches right next to my bed before I kind of jump in and get all stiff and old. <laughs> so have anything that you might want to be
1: using just easily accessible um, so that you're more likely to do it. So my final tip is inspired by my word for 2024, which y'all know by now is intentional. My last tip is to just take initiative and be intentional about doing the things you always say you're going to do, but then don't take action on. I recently read the book, The Slight Edge, which I'll have to share more about that in the episode where I I talk about my January goals because it was one of my January books that I read, but loved it. And honestly, my biggest takeaway from that book was the differentiator between like really successful people and people that aren't. They all kind of have the same ideas. It's that the successful people actually take action on it, right? And they do those things consistently. So for example, if you need to make appointments for physicals, dental cleanings, all of those things, take an hour and get it all done at once. Like call up all of the places, pre-schedule appointments as much as you can. I know you may not be able to do them all in advance, but at least get something on the calendar, take action. I know personally within powerlifting, I always talked about, yeah, I I need to get massages. And my coach would always tell me like, yeah, you should probably get some massages. And I would say I would do it and I wouldn't. So back in December, I went ahead and signed up for a membership. And now I go once a month, I get my deep tissue massage. It's painful, like it's not enjoyable, but I'm happy I did it afterward. And when I leave, I go ahead and schedule them for the next month so that it just keeps it going And that way I don't have any excuses. I don't keep kicking the can down the road. I get it done.
0: Yeah. All right. So now we're going to end it with kids. Now, how can we help kids when it comes to health and wellness? And this is even something that you can do as like an individual that would be really good for you, even if you didn't have kids. But finding downtime activities with kids that are very, very simple can be important. So this really helps your kids understand the importance of stepping away from technology and just being able to explore different interests. So find activities that you can do with them to step away and give back to your like spiritual or mental health. So what I like to do is I have a bin with my boys of just simple activities that we can do. Sticker by number is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. things to do with Blaine and Ian, we have a few books. Um I've gotten some adult like sticker by number books that's really fun. So now Ian kind of joins in. We have some like small craft items that we will put inside of the bin that we can do together. Coloring books, card games as like a family is a go-to, but just having something to be able to step away from all the chaos of just like daily life and just kind of slow down and teaching that to your kids is really valuable.
1: Yeah. No, I love that idea. I feel like This whole episode in summary is make habits and get bins. (laughs)
0: Amen.
1: But a quick plug before we go I do think if you need some help organizing a lot of these things, our new digital personal planner is perfect for that because there are sections all about like goal setting. There is a personal kind of wellness section with some like mood trackers and habit trackers. And you can also keep track of some like fitness and nutrition type stuff, we have like a master grocery list in there and grocery planning, meal ideas, all of that is included. So if you are interested in that, go ahead and head over to our website, teachingonthedouble.com. From there, just click on store or you can put slash store at the end of the URL and you can find either the Google Slides version of the personal planner as well as the tablet version and pick and choose the one that will work best for you. While you are over on our website, you can also submit your own time-sucking hurdle for the chance to be featured and possibly inspire a future episode. You can also subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, okay? Subscribing just means you are telling your podcast platform, hey, I really enjoy listening to this. Can you go ahead and download it for me so it's ready to go? And it will take care of the rest. We drop new episodes every Thursday morning. So make sure you keep tuning in to see what new things we have to share. If you do listen to us through Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. It really does help us get into the ears of so many more teachers. Tell your friends as well, like share the podcast out with others you think would like it. And until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.